by Shayla Ja Rao, Sapan News. Hopping on the bus to Seattle Civic Center that cold morning, I was anxious and excited. I did not know what to expect. All I knew was I needed to be present at 2 p.m. before the hearing began on February 21, 2023, to show my solidarity and witness the voting process of an ordinance that hopefully would pass to become law and important and historic legislation that would finally give legal protection to those facing caste discrimination. Entering the main doors of the Civic Center at street level, I was met with an eerie, unnerving calmness rather than the bustle I had expected. Instinctively, I took an elevator up to the lobby. That's where the buzz was, small groups and animated discussion, and a line of over a hundred people waiting to enter the chamber to cast their vote. Standing at the front of the line was my friend Rita Maher, co-founder and executive director of Tosphere, a nonprofit that aims to inspire social change through thought-provoking South Asian films, art and storytelling. She gestured me over to introduce me to the community members with her. Many, I heard, had arrived at 2 a.m. and had waited in bitter cold to ensure a spot to speak at the council. Being late, I took a poster and walked to the end of the line. L.R., Rita Maher and Shayla Ja Rao at the public hearing inside the Seattle Civic Center Chamber on February 21. Photo courtesy, Tosphere, Conrad Paulden. A Caucasian-American woman ahead of me turned around and introduced herself as Susan. She wanted to know where I stood on the anti-caste discrimination law. I told her I was voting yes. She said she would vote no because the law would hurt the sentiments of her friends in the Hindu community. How is it hurtful? I asked. The word caste need not be mentioned, she replied. It's a deliberate attempt to bring up issues of the past. It began with the British. In 1950, caste became outlawed. Susan, the caste system did not begin with the British, I replied. Yes, the British used it effectively to govern and for their advantage, I added. And yes, caste was officially abolished in 1950. That does not mean casteism does not exist. America prohibits discrimination based on race, but race discrimination still exists. I come from a Brahmin background, I told her. I do not identify with it. One inherits the caste one is born into. When I visit India, I see firsthand how lesser communities are treated, including some of my family members. They are not allowed to use the same utensils as us or to sit on a chair next to us and talk as equals. They sit on the floor. There are incidents of Dalits getting beaten to death for drinking water from a source not specifically designated to them. These are only a few examples. Then I asked her if she believed in equality and human rights. Of course, I do. She promptly replied. Then we are on the same page. It is about equality and human rights. Until everyone has the same starting point in life, a level playing field, it becomes everyone's duty to support the marginalized. Tosphere team at Seattle Civic Center, photo credit, Tosphere, Conrad Paulton. Susan took out her cell phone and showed me a document with information on this matter. I asked her the source of the information she was sharing with me, and she said she had received it from her Hindu friends, there was no mention of sources. I gently suggested she read the work of historian Ramala Topper and listen to the podcast Empire by William Dalrymple and Anita Anand. Susan wrote down the suggestions. I told her how much I appreciated her being receptive to hearing my side, that I would do the same for her and that she could reach out to me anytime. She remained respectful throughout the time we conversed despite being on opposite sides. I wonder if she looked up the materials I suggested. The line started moving. 
people were being led into the chamber in sets of ten at a time. When it was Susan's turn, she graciously allowed me to go ahead of her. I think she could tell how much this meant to me. In the already crowded chamber, many stood in the wings. Rita had saved a seat for me in the front row. The euphoria was contagious. People had their banners and cell phone cameras ready over hushed conversations. An occasional meaty person scuttled from one end of the chamber to the other. Those opposing the bill, albeit a minority, were more in numbers than I had thought. They were fervently vocalizing their dismay at the ordinance. Some 300 attendees, both virtual and in person, had signed up to speak and vote, with 45 seconds to comment. The session alternated between 10 virtual speakers and 10 in person. Not all got a chance due to the time constraint. Rita, the first speaker, introduced herself and added a deeply personal message conveying that she publicly came out as an Adivasi on 24th of January 24, 2023, the day the ordinance was proposed. She looked shaken as thunderous applause sounded. Dalit rights activist and executive director of Equality Labs, Ben Mai Soundarajan dashed across the aisle to embrace her in a poignant and uplifting moment. Rita Maher, Shaila Jarao, Ben Mai Soundarajan and others share a moment after the win at Seattle Civic Center. There were powerful speakers from local Sikh and Muslim communities, besides a Tibetan, a couple from Nepal, and Dalits who courageously came out for the first time. Some were still afraid to use their last name lest they face an issue in their workplace. The diverse crowd included members representing groups and organizations like the Indian American Muslim Council, Ambedkar King Study Circle, Tasbir, Equality Labs, South Asia Peace Action Network, Sapan, and local Hindu organizations. People had even flown in from California, Georgia, New York, and Vancouver, Canada. One person stood out for calling himself a proud Dalit and voting against the ordinance. After the public hearing, city officials made their comments. Six council members voted in favor of the ordinance, while the lone naysayer, Sarah Nelson, Democratic Party, argued that there was not enough data or research to support the addition of caste to the existing anti-discrimination laws. The chamber erupted in cheers and jibim slogans after the law passed 6 to 1, Jai Bim being the slogan and greeting used by followers of Dr. B. R. Ambedkar, an Indian scholar, social reformer, and the chief architect of the Constitution of India. There were tears of joy. People embraced each other at random. Greater than in the chamber at hashtag Seattle Civic Center after the historic win outlawing caste discrimination. Greater than via at South Asia Peace member Shayla Jarao pick.twitter.com slash bumsbuka3. Greater than Greater than Bina Sarwar, at Bina Sarwar, February 22, 2023. Ecstatic supporters of the law headed downstairs to a celebratory party that included victory speeches by council member Kashma Sawant and other activists. There is a long and arduous struggle ahead, said Sawant. The movement has to grow. Then Mai Soundarajan, wearing a signature Ambedkar blue suit, spoke forcefully and passionately to keep up the spirits in the room, first Seattle, now the nation. Headed home that night, the recurring thought running through my head was that small steps, a few setbacks, and the persistence to move forward are what it takes to bring about positive social change. Shaila Jarao is board president, Tasbir and founder member, South Asia Peace Action Network, Sapan. 